And good afternoon. It's Phyllis here, and it's welcome to Community Echoes. And we in the studio is Reg Fair and Steve, the board guy. We decided that we Steve were going to... Steve, the board guy. Are yeah, you bored, he, Steve? He's always the bored. Guy. Yes. And uh, we decided that we would inform you guys about the upcoming events for Christmas. Is that and what to- we're doing? Yes, and talk about Christmas and how we all Christmas. celebrate it because it is that time of the year. Didn't we do this before? No. No, we did that on Kylie's show. That's what it was. Yes, yes. Did you ever get Porky Pig's Blue Christmas? I told you, we have it. Oh, good. See? I just just don't play it. Oh. (laughs) Okay, well. Other other hosts can play it if they want. Oh. You won't hear it on our regular programming. Oh, I see. Okay, well, maybe we should dig that up for the end of the show today, Steve. Yeah, like Steve knows how to do that. Yeah, like I'm going to dig that up. (laughs) Steve knows how to do that, sure. Yeah, he could. I'm the board guy. Yeah, that's right. He's very bored today. It's a Monday, and yes. So, what is happening this week for Christmas, Well, I don't know. What is happening for Christmas this week? There is a couple of announcements regarding well, I, I got the announcements senior, here, but I haven't uh, organized. Well, I know it's a gonzo show with traffic out there. Oh, I know. Really? It's, it's just brutal, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it and it is quite busy. I, I With the amount of traffic that we have in the city mm-hmm. uh, compared to, say, five years ago. Oh, it's just... I, and we keep seeing the population numbers haven't really increased. And so I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. I don't think those are too accurate. Because it's busy in town. It, it just is. But, yeah. Yeah. You know, and then we have the snow and the ice, and we have shoppers crossing out That's in front of fun. you. And, yeah, it's... Uh, had, a, had a great uh, experience on the weekend. We went on a sleigh ride, and on the, on the drive back to the host's house, uh, we were coming down Ospica, and there was a young driver... Uh, next to us, who was kind of fishtailing. I don't know if she'd been imbibing or whatever. Anyway, she made it through the uh, stoplight at Rainbow Drive. Mm-hmm. We had to stop for that stoplight. When we got to Fifth Avenue, the uh, she had stopped abruptly when she hit the turn signal uh, <laughs> at the intersection, and her yeah her front end was toast. Oh and, my! Yeah, I don't think she got arrested because uh, there was no indication others had, uh, who were going to the party went by the intersection, mm-hmm. and there was a tow truck, but no police. So she may have escaped with uh, whatever the charge would have been, whether it was. Uh, drunk driving or just uh, unto care. care. Yeah. Either yeah. way, she has a huge um, vehicle bill. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Because did you hear the announcement from Ebby and Farnsworth no. regarding ICBC? No. Oh. Well, they're going. They're going to freeze uh, ICBC rates for the next two years. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That would be nice. Yeah, that's yes. Kinda, yeah, that works for um, me. Are they going to change the no fault insurance? Um, they're not going to change it. It's just that people got to understand what it means. No fault insurance. I mean, like some of those accidents down Vancouver when they had the snow, mm-hmm. where they're just banging into each other. Yeah. A lot of them have to pay as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just uh, you know because of road conditions, right? Yeah, well, in my car accident, uh, it was deemed 50-50 when 
you know, uh, our stories did not match. And I was very upset because I had the right of way and the woman went through the stop sign. So, but it was found 50-50 and I guess that's all we can do. Because so where, where was that at? Fourth and Vancouver. Fourth and Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a stop, four-way stop. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, a car went. Yeah. It's my then turn. Sure I turn go. And, and then the woman was in a hurry to get back to work. So mm. she went. And had she just waited a couple of seconds, I would have been out of that intersection. Well, yeah. well, because were, you, were you turning? or No, I was going, going straight. straight. Okay. And um, front end of my car was at the crosswalk. Because yeah. I've had that a few times where uh, I might be turning left at a four-way and the person coming straight through thinks it's their turn, even though I was there first. Yes. It's, it's like, no, no, I got here first. I get to go first. Yes. So, but. Yeah. And, you know, that's how it goes. And because they don't have an investigator anymore, you don't take your car to ICBC. Oh, yeah. You take it to where you want to get it fixed and they take the pictures. Hmm. You know, um, but I'm sure if there was an investigator, they would well, have... Just remember it four ways. The person on the right has the right of way. Exactly. Well, if you get there at the same time. Yeah. Yes. The person on the right has the right of way. And, and if you got there at the same time and you're you're uh, facing each other on. and you're facing each other and one is turning left, then the person going straight has yeah. the right of way. Yes, and I like four-way stops because the way my sister does it is she sits in a four-way stop and waits until all the traffic has oh, left. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> and then it's her turn. So, you yeah, know, safety I'd first. On my, I'd be leaning on my horn if that was yes. the case. <laughs> yeah. Get going. And, and a few times. traffic's gone. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's safe to go now. Well, there's been a lot of talk about implementing uh, more roundabouts in Prince George. And oh. yeah, <laughs> that's kind of my response to it. I, I don't know. I don't think Prince George is ready for a bunch of rounds. Yeah. Well, I, I well, know, we have to. Uh, yeah. And uh, I know people have problems with the two that we have. <laughs> yeah. At least when I've been there, it, it, it's the worst. Well, you always notice it. You get go to any either of those roundabouts. And nobody signals, no. right? No. And you're supposed to go into the roundabout without signaling and, and then, then signal to indicate when you're leaving the roundabout. Yes. So the, and, and so the has, guy sitting there isn't waiting for you. And who has the right of way? Well, well, the, the right of way is the, the person roundabout. in the roundabout. Yeah, but somebody will come. Well, it's when you come off the bridge or you come off the Pulp Mill Road. Mm -hmm. You know, they've got, okay, you have to give way to certain traffic, right? Coming into the roundabout. Well, you Off give way Pope to Mill the, Road. Yeah, but you give way to the traffic that's in the roundabout. Yeah, You're they English. have the right You should know this. I should know that. They're everywhere. <laughs> what I liked was when I would travel in Edmonton, because they have quite a few of them. Mm -hmm. And I would get into one of them, and I would go into the center and do it about four times and say, okay, I need that one. And then you kind of edge your way out. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's very hard to do a two-lane roundabout it can be yeah 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you're just going round and round. Yes, and you get dizzy. (laughs) But eventually, what do you mean get dizzy? Uh, Eventually, (laughs) you would be able to get out. Yes. Theoretically. Yes. Even if you had to wait till midnight when the traffic was gone. Yeah, when it's dead, then you can go. It's free to go. That'd be perfect for uh, my sister. Your sister. She could get in there and just wait until there's no traffic and then get out. (laughs) Yes, exactly. You know. (laughs) But yeah, as long as she doesn't stop at the. The yield <laughs> yeah, sign, right? yeah, and sit uh, there. So and I, I was going to mention to you that there's uh, uh, an organization in British Columbia that you should have on as a guest. Oh, the Indigenous Sport, Physical Activity, and Recreation Council. Ooh, that yeah. sounds very interesting. Yeah, they put on camps and uh, they uh, look after organizing the teams, uh, the Team BC. Um, uh, yeah, I'll get it to you after the after the show. Just remind me, and uh, and uh, for the uh, North American Indigenous Games, they organize yes. the Team BCs for that and do the camps to select the uh, uh, participants. Mm-hmm. In fact, they've got a volleyball camp coming up for that, uh, not too far away here. Let me just find the date on it. Oh, never mind. Applications closed on December the 8th. No, that was for coaches. The camps are still on the way. Where is that list? I thought I had a list. I think it's the end of the month. Oh, here we are. Sorry, January 28th is the one in Prince George. And then they have camps in uh, Kelowna on the 7th and 8th, uh, Vancouver on the 14th, 15th. And any volley, uh, indigenous volleyball athletes can go to any of the camps to try out for the, the Team BC. Ooh, Team BC. That sounds yeah. very interesting. And then, of course, they probably play all of Canada, different provinces to well, see Well, no, this is for the uh, North American Indigenous Games, which are coming oh. up in Halifax, I'm thinking it's in May, maybe June. I don't know. Sometime this uh, coming year, coming year, summerish, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. So it's it's not just Canada, but the U.S. as well, right? Oh wow! Yeah, so it'll North be America. a big event. Yeah, yeah. That's part of North America. That yeah. is correct. Yeah, I don't know if they have any teams out of Mexico because North uh, North American Indigenous Games. You tend to mm-hmm. think that it'd be it's U.S. Possible, Canada, though. but yeah. well, it's possible for Mexico, but I, I don't think that that indigenous population is really a thing in Mexico because they're just they're all Mexicans. They're Mexicans. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's they, true. They don't have, yeah. But there is some mm-hmm. like the Hopi or well, well, that's southern U.S. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was and, close. And uh, I think in, in the Mex- I think in Mexico, it's more. Uh, to do with the, uh, it's not the Incas, the, what's the other one from the Yucatan Peninsula? I, I'm I looking at tech. Stephen, but he's drawing he's, blanks. I used to, uh, hmm? no. Well, Inca, it would be like Peru. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the indigenous people before the Spanish came, right? That's what I'm talking about. But I don't know if that's as, as big a, a thing. In Mexico, I know, I know a lot of the tourist attractions have to do with the ruins and stuff, but beyond that, I, I don't know. The Mayans, that's it. There that's, you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking something else. Um, 
Well, you, wasn't close to that. You were wrong. It was Monday. That's why. That's Is my that what excuse. It was? Okay. Well, I'll, we'll, uh, we'll let you use as, that as an excuse. So there are, uh, speaking of things going on, we could, could pass along a few things coming up at the library. They have programs that are ongoing until the Christmas break, including a games night coming up on Thursday. Ooh. Are you a big video game person? No, I'm no. not a gamer. Okay. No. And this is for ages, uh, oh no, it's all ages. So you, yeah, you could drop in and play games at the, uh, at the library on Thursday evening from 6 to 7.30. And you can even bring one of your own games. And- uh, it says, well, this is a variety of games, uh, like uh, board games, video games, and, uh, yeah, just have fun. So kind of a cool way to meet other gamers. Yeah. Don't start a game of Risk, though. Yeah. You won't well, get you won't get finished. Well, it depends. <laughs> and we talked about this uh, on Kylie's show that uh, depends on who's playing. If I'm playing, you're you're one of those games movers. usually don't last more than well, I think 2 hours would be a long game if I'm playing. So you're you're attack mode all the time. I, I will usually uh well, I, not all the time, but you know, I pick my spots and then okay, it's time to time to take someone off the board and then I go for them. And then there, if I if I don't beat them, they're gone soon because the next guy will get them. So it usually speeds up the game a bit. Yeah, yeah. Sacrificing yourself for well, the game, not necessarily because it's it's really. Uh, I look at it and I think, well, okay, I have enough guys that I could take this man out, and then I just go until either the rolls just aren't there anymore, or or I actually pull it off. I, I've done that a few times where get down to the last one guy against one guy and and beat him and it's like whew in fact I, I think uh, that's the way it was the one time I played uh, our men, member of parma, parliament Todd Doherty uh-huh. he, he was out at my place with a bunch of guys and we were playing Risk and uh, and I took him out wow so I jokingly say to people I, I don't mind having Todd in Ottawa as long as they don't put him in charge of our defense <laughs> There you go. Because <laughs> I beat him once at risk. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Shake of the dice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's really all it is, right? Mm-hmm. Just uh Well, there's strategy, but a lot of it has to do with the rules. Uh, also, they have 10 to teens uh, for bi-weekly activities, video games, and more. And their last one before the Christmas break is coming up. Uh, tomorrow night, tomorrow afternoon, four to five, and that is in the Nachaco branch up the heart. So that just, you know, that's downtown. Ninety percent of the people listening just said, "Okay, not going go. to that one." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what's uh, the Lego? Oh, Lego! They have that on. Let's see. That is actually today. It's a free drop-in for uh, kids five to eighteen. So. Yeah. Anyone that's it. Yeah. And that's, uh, through December 19th. So through next week at the Bob Harkins branch downtown. Um, what did I say? Yeah. Mondays at the downtown branch from 10 to f- from three to five. And they also do the Nachaco branch Tuesdays from three to five. 
uh, and oh, they'll okay. have a break uh, after next week for for Christmas. Right. Yeah, and school gets out for the nineteenth. So it? this Friday is the last day of school for children here. Well, this Friday is the sixteenth. So how does that work? Well, nineteenth is 19th. Monday. So they say it starts on the 19th until January 3rd. Really? Yeah. Wow. So they got quite a while. Yeah. 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 Big break. And I remember when when I was a kid, all we got was 10 10 days. Mm -hmm. That was it. Right? We went to school from 8 to 4. From 8 to 4. 8 to 4. Okay. Is that in uh, where you came from, Steve? Yeah, I came from 8 to 4. Yeah. Was that in England? No. No. I couldn't start in England. I wish I could have because I would have come across two grades ahead. See, our, ours was always 9 to 3.30. Three, yeah. 9 to 3 or 3.30, yeah. depending on in Quebec it was eight what to four. grade it was. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a long that's stretch. A, yeah, that's a long day. That's a that's a long day at work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Far less being yeah. at school that long. Yeah, I can imagine. Um yeah, so Friday, wow. That's, uh, kids will be all over the place. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, you probably haven't heard, but we are doing our Christmas Eve Day open house here on the 24th, which is a Saturday, and we have the Q3 Community Market here on Saturdays, so it's kind of going to be in conjunction with them. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, wow. From, well, they open at 830 We'll be live with guests, etc., from 9 through till 2. And some of our guests will be performing out in the event space here at the Q3. Uh, some of the local singer-songwriters will be stopping by to to uh, do an acoustic set. Awesome. Oh, and wow. And we'll, we'll have some of them on the air, and that'll mm-hmm. be great. That sounds really exciting. Yeah, and it's a lot of what fun. What time does it end at? Two. Two. Everything's yeah. closed by two. Yeah, I mean, well, there, there might be down, yeah. might be a few stragglers, but that's when it officially is done, and yeah, everyone wants to get off to wherever they're going to go on the uh, for Christmas Eve. Yeah, and uh, I'm working. Oh, yes, cr- on the twenty fourth. Yes, we're working the twenty fourth. From uh, when to when? Um, from nine o'clock in the morning until eleven o'clock at night. What? Yeah, so I. Why wouldn't you close early on? Where do you work? Twenty fourth. She works at a uh, a place of ill ill repute. Oh no, it's all legal now. Oh, it's all legal. It's all legal now, but it still could be a place of ill repute. Yes, yes, and we're open Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be doing three of us Christmas Day. Yes. Oh yikes! In case people need the last minute shopping, you know, like in case they've had the the relatives over and they need something to take the edge off. Yes, uh, eggs. Exactly. So, yeah, it's very exciting. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I don't have to cook a turkey, so my daughter has volunteered to do that. So that'll be very fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope right. everybody's got their turkey. Oh, yeah. Going fast. Did you see the prices? That's what I've heard. Very expensive. Yes, for the five to seven kilograms. Um, it was $60 until mm-hmm. yesterday. When they went on sale for $30. Yeah, brutal. Yes, right. and the bigger ones were 70 to $80. Yeah. You know, so 
I'm hoping that everyone can get a bit of turkey for Christmas. Uh, we're probably going to have chicken. Oh, chicken. yeah. <laughs> Let's have chicken. Cause there's just uh, myself, my mom, and my brother that'll be there for the actual meal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, get a big chicken, and that's going to be enough. Yeah. And, you see, we always do ham for New Year's. But we're going to have a little quick break here, and we'll come back and talk about New Year's. You ever thought to yourself, boy, it'd be nice to have a show that only features pop rock into a from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and the odd time a little bit nearer? Well, you found the place. Saturday evenings, 9 to 11, it's all the map with Jimmy James, and it's the show that does feature pop rock into a from those decades. There's also the 930 1970s feature track, the 10 o'clock double shot, and to put the wraps on every week's show, the final vinyl feature. So tune in Saturday evenings, 9 to 11. It's all the map with Jimmy James, only here on 93.1 CFISFM. Learn how to set the stage and utilize fun settings in your smartphone or digital camera Tuesday evening from 6 to 8 at Studio 2880. Discover the fun and addiction of bokeh photography with Christina Watts just in time to produce creative photos for the holidays. Registration and full details are available through the Arts North link at Studio2880.com. Boca Photography with Christina Watts, Tuesday evening from 6 to 8 at Studio 2880. During the pandemic, alcohol and drug use increased, and some police services reported an increase in impaired driving that caused heartbreak and devastation. An impaired driver killed my brother DJ, and our family has never been the same. As life returns to normal for many of us, Those of us impacted by impaired driving still struggle to cope. Now more than ever, we need your commitment to never drive impaired. Let's keep our roads safe so your family won't suffer like mine. A message from Jamie Lynn Hancock of MAD Canada. Forecast from Environment Canada for today. Cloudy, wind up to 15K, a high of minus 13 with a wind chill to minus 16. Tonight, cloudy, a 60% chance of flurries overnight. Wind continuing, the temperature steady near minus 12 with a wind chill to minus 16. On Tuesday, periods of light snow ending late in the afternoon, then partly cloudy, more wind, a high of minus 7 with an afternoon wind chill to minus 14. And we're back. So we were just discussing um, New Year's Eve, and there's. Were we? <laughs> well, we were going to, and you know that we were going to because she's looking at my yes. the next piece of paper I have here, which is a New Year's Eve dance mm-hmm. at Prince George Senior Activity Center, and it should be a big New Year this year because one, it's on the weekend, and two, we've had two years of none, nothing. You know, so or is it two or three years? Two three years. Three is All three years. into the third, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, a lot of people be excited about uh, heading out for New Year's. And uh, Prince George Senior Activity Center, they're doing one uh, with uh, music from a group called Caribou Thunder. They've Ooh. been around a while, so yes. I think that'll be really good. Uh, Appy's at uh, 1030, tickets just $40.00. Which is actually very reasonable <laughs> yeah, for a New Year's Eve. I was say, yeah, that's uh, reasonable. You have to have uh, your tickets, though, by the 22nd. Actually, it says prior to December 22nd. So hmm. just oh, to make sure you get down there by the 21st. 21st. And where do they pick up the tickets? Uh, at the office of the Prince George Senior Activity Center, which is the one on the corner of 4th and Brunswick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right on. That's a good place. And everyone 19 and older are welcome. Oh, how nice. Yeah, keep the kids at home. Leave the kids at home. Yeah. So I was going to 
what was I going to talk about? Oh, uh, we get surveys or not sur- survey studies sent to us quite regularly by email, and this this one was uh, just came down actually today. It's one of the ones we get out of the states. Okay, and quite often I'll use them on the talk show. Talk shows when I'm corralled to to waste an hour with someone. Um, and this one is <laughs> no. No mention. Uh, no, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, best cities. This is the U.S. we're talking about. Best cities for ice skating. And any guesses as to the number one city in the U.S. for ice skating? Well, either Denver or New York. No, I would say Fairbanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should tell you the criteria, and this would maybe change your mind about the Fairbanks guess. Uh <laughs> They're looking for cities with plenty of access to ice rinks, skating lessons, oh. and hockey equipment. They also considered climate conditions and local popularity based on hockey teams, figure skating competitions, and Google searches. Minnesota. Por- Portland. Minnesota. Okay. And you're saying, you said Portland? Yeah. yeah. Really? Oh, a lot of hockey. You're supposed to guess New York. You always guess New York. Well, New York's always there. Well, that's true. Number one, St. Paul, Minnesota. So I don't know. I don't know why it beat out uh, Minneapolis, but Minnesota, um, and New York was number two. Yeah, uh, Minneapolis, right next to St. Paul, only ranked fifth. So I guess oh. they're not quite uh, keeping up with the St. Pauls or the Joneses, as it were. Boston, number three. Okay. Uh, Pittsburgh, number four. Anchorage, number six. It's not bad mm-hmm. for a small, smallish community, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicago seven, Grand Rapids, Michigan eight, Denver number nine. Bit of a surprise, Another actually, one right? And Madison, Wisconsin, number ten. Any guesses on the uh, worst cities for ice skating? <laughs> <laughs> well, basically everything across the southern states. Uh, Lancaster and Palmdale, California, Palmdale, tied California. for last. Uh, followed by Elka Grove, California, Sacramento, California, which is a little bit of a surprise because that's towards the northern part of uh, California. Grand Prairie, Texas, uh, Stockton, California, Bakersfield, California, Fort Worth, Texas, New Orleans, Louisiana. No surprise there. No. Yeah. And uh, Colleen, Texas. So, yeah, Texas and California dominating the bottom ten. Not huh. a surprise at all. A bit warm there. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, and uh, you notice there were no Florida, uh, nothing, nothing Florida. in Florida. So I think that has uh, the you know hockey and stuff like that has gained popularity in Florida because of the NHL teams and of course uh, other ice skating events. They probably have all kinds of uh, indoor rinks available, right? Mm-hmm. Plus, you have the two times Stanley Cup champions there. Yes. You do. Um, well, three times Stanley Cup champions. Two in a row. Two in a row is right. right. But you're looking puzzled. Mm-hmm. Why are you looking puzzled? I'm trying to figure out who it was. Stanley. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Okay, it finally came to me. Okay, okay. Maybe you have to excuse her. She's a Montreal Canadiens fan. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm kind of biased. So, you know, once once they're out in the first round, she doesn't pay attention. Yeah, me and Steve go golfing. Yeah, yeah go golfing. That's right. 
Yeah, to heck with that stuff. Yeah, uh, Toronto. So I've been putting together our uh, Christmas uh, music list. Yeah, and Porky didn't make it. Mm, no. Uh, and I have a book that has Christmas in the charts, 1920 through 2004. And uh, guess the most charted version of a song. Porky Pig. No, 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 no. Most charted? What song has had <laughs> the most charted versions I would say, of Christmas songs? Uh, Elvis Presley. Not Elvis Presley. What I would, song? I would say White Christmas. Uh, White Christmas is number one. Oh, in okay, that, there in goes that time my period, Christmas. Uh, that uh, period, 18 different charted versions. Okay, yeah. number two. It's actually a tie for number two. Oh, is it my song, Blue Christmas? No. Okay. <laughs> no, Blue Christmas uh, tied for uh, ninth. Oh, that ain't bad. Yeah. Yeah, I've got See, the top, top 10. I've got the top uh, 13 here. Away in a manger. No, it's not even on the top 13. Oh. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Your porky pig thing was a good guess. Yeah, see? Or, sorry, that was Blue Christmas. Doesn't he also do Jingle Bells? Yes, that's what yeah. I would say, Jingle Bells. Okay, Jingle Bells number two, along with The Little Drummer Boy. Yes. Oh, that's, yes. Yeah, it's very popular. Yes, And I like a little Drummer bit surprising, I, I think if they did, I think if the book went all the way to 2020, I think the uh, song in number fourth spot would be number one, because it gets covered all the time now. Everybody does it. Well, number one for me was Bing Crosby doing it with David Bowie. Well, you're talking White Christmas still. Yeah. And then uh, Little Drummer Boy came in at number what? Well, it came in at number two, tied and for tied. second. And David but Bowie did that one. What was the fourth the fourth most charted Christmas song? Um, I'll give you a hint. It's Here Comes Santa Claus. I'll give you a hint. It's a Christmas song. Here comes Santa Claus. It's a Christmas song. Christmas song. It's not Here Comes Santa Claus. No, he won't. He's not very good with hints. Here's Here Comes Santa Claus tied for sixth with Silent Night and Winter Wonderland. What about wow. What about Good King Wences? <laughs> good King. Nobody does Good King Wences. I love the song, but no. All right, you guys are, are terrible. It's the Christmas song. Chestnuts roasting on open fire. Okay. You don't know that? Nat King Cole? Oh, yes. Okay. Chestnuts roasting. Yes, okay, yeah. now right. I hear it. Yes, yeah. thank so you very much. Everyone and their dog you, seems Nat. to do that these days. You can't. It's like you can't release a Christmas album without that one on there. It's mm. sort of the way it is these days. So that was uh, number four. Uh, number five... I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. No, that's not on the list. What? It's not a. You got to go back to popular. all the uh, originals, you see. Uh, yeah, this one is uh, a TV special as well. Oh. Uh, on this song. That's the only hint you're going to give well, us. Well, it's an we easy We wish hint. you a Merry Christmas. Have you ever watched this, the TV special, We Wish You a Merry Christmas? I don't think there is one. <laughs> Maybe I saw one. A children's TV Christmas special. Charlie Brown. Well, that's not a song. <laughs> Jeez, you people. And everyone at home is yelling, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Red Reindeer. reindeer. Oh, 
Or yeah. Frosty the Snowman. But yeah, yeah it's Ru- Rudolph. Rudolph at number five. Okay. Maybe I should well. give up on you people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to list off the ones uh, from number nine down just because uh, we're not good at we're this killing game. this yeah uh blue christmas tied with have yourself a merry little christmas at number nine uh number 11 let it snow let it snow let it snow tied with silver bells and then the oh, final four uh the final four uh at 13 i'll be home for christmas jingle bell rock please come home for christmas and baby, it's cold outside, which really isn't a Christmas song. But hey, there you go. Yeah. Do you guys remember in the newspaper they used to send out the little booklet yeah. of the yeah you know songs and everything? I would go through it every year and, and uh, make all the corrections. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the Sears catalog, the Christmas catalog yes. book, that was a big thing yeah. coming out. They you don't know. do that anymore. Oh, we don't have a Sears anymore. Well, there there hasn't been Christmas catalogs. I mean, you get flyers in the mail and stuff, but. It's nothing like uh, the old days where you'd yeah. be thumbing through the, the toy yeah. section to see what you want. Yeah, cutting out pictures of what you wanted, giving it to mom and dad, saying, here, We weren't allowed know. to have scissors. Well, we were, you know, um, and mom was upset because, uh-huh. you know, we had cut up the Sears catalog. Right? Yes, yeah. Apparently it was good until spring, not just Christmas, hmm. you know, and... Um, me and my cousin went out looking at um, Candy Cane Lane, and we decided to drive around town just to look at right. houses uh, done up and everything, yep. right? And there's a house up at the corner of uh, 15th and Allward that's been yeah. done yes. quite nicely, and their neighbor has joined in, mm-hmm. right? But this year, I noticed that there wasn't too many houses done up. We went into College Heights. We went, um, you know, um, to the park area, just looking, you know, yeah. cruising around, drinking the, hot the chocolate. Edition. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Looking for mm-hmm. places that were done up, and we didn't notice. Well, I did notice that on my walk to work on Saturday, that there were some streets that were just dark. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, no lights at all, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, as I'm walking along, I'm thinking, well, you know, it is a lot of work. And you see some of the ones that do a lot have a, the whole yard done up. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. man, that's that's uh, a full couple of days of going at it to get Well, the one at Allward, that's up. every year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And what I heard, too, is that um, Hydro. Mm-hmm. Has gone up significantly, yeah. so that could be well, a major exactly. thing. Well, yeah, and that may have been, um, you know, they may not have them on all night type thing. Just shut them down and just turn them on during the day to well, save I, on the I get out early to walk the dog, and a lot of people leave them on all night. Well, yeah, but I, I think it's I still, imagine there's quite a few that would turn them off. I would, yeah. With hydro costs going up so much. Oh, yes. And then I hear natural gas is going up, you know, like, um, mm-hmm. and, and it's just so costly, you know, gas, but mind you, gas has come down into the fifties, 150 now. Yeah, but that's short lived. Yeah, you know, and then, you know, natural gas is going up, hydro has gone up, you know, so food. 
has gone up. Yes. Yeah. Everything's gone up. And the food one is one where you you don't real really realize till you get home you or you get to the checkout and it's like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. It's way more than I would normally spend for this same stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the yeah. only thing that hasn't gone up is wages. That's true. I make the same meager pittance that uh <laughs> Anyway, uh, so here's another survey. This is a Canadian one, so oh, this is a little we go. better. We'll do better on this one, Steve. Uh, a Canadian survey. This yeah. is from a company called CheapOair.ca. And they reviewed the top booked winter holiday destinations through the website. And they found that more Canadians are trading in their snowshoes for sunglasses. And they have here the top six destinations that canadians are uh, are booking mexico uh well you, you have to have like a city oh cancun uh cancun in number three. Oh, hey puerto See? vallarta survey says puerto vallarta number four and you need uh tucson no no there's no arizona in here at all oh. what las vegas las vegas is number six Tampa Bay. Uh, sort of. Fort, Lauder- Fort Lauderdale and Tampa are basically kind of right neighbors. there, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Fort Lauderdale, number one. So you got to remember, there's more people in eastern Canada than western Canada. Yeah. So quite often they'll go down to Florida instead of us going to, say, Arizona or, or California. And, or, and that's where the Canadian snowbirds go. Yeah, Florida. Florida. So number two, also in Florida. Actually, I don't know which is uh, closer to Tampa Bay, Fort Lauderdale or Orlando. I'm going to have to look up the map. I think you're going to be pretty close. Anyway, Orlando was number two, and Los Angeles was the other one in in the top six. It was at number five. Wow. Yeah. So while you go to break, I will look up a map of Florida and find out... uh, just where everything is. Yeah, that would be really good. So then that way we could say, hey, this place is closer. Hey, Reg was wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Finally, he's wrong and we got it. But yes, we're going to take a quick break again and we'll come back and talk about Reg's map that he's found for us. The Prince George Council of Seniors is coordinating the United Way's Better at Home program. If you're 55 plus and can use help with grocery shopping or some light housekeeping, Contact the Prince George Council of Seniors Better at Home Coordinator at 250-564-5888 to see if you qualify for these services. It's all designed to help seniors remain independent. Better at Home from the United Way and your Prince George Council of Seniors. Call 250-564-5888. Cellist Henry Shafford joins your Prince George Symphony Orchestra for a main stage concert Saturday, May 27th at Vanier Hall. Hired as the youngest principal cellist of a major North American orchestra by the Vancouver Symphony, Shepard's performance will feature the Lalo Cello Concerto. Tickets for this and other PGSO main stage concerts are available at the Symphony office and online through pgso.com. Guest cellist Henry Shepard and your Prince George Symphony Orchestra Saturday, May 27th at Vanier Hall. Sarah G and Mad Canada reminding you that friends don't let friends drive junk. 
So if you're drinking over the holidays and maybe even just a little, please be responsible. Call a cab. Forecast from Environment Canada for today. Cloudy, wind up to 15K, a high of minus 13 with a wind chill to minus 16. Tonight, cloudy, a 60% chance of flurries overnight. Wind continuing, the temperature steady near minus 12 with a wind chill to minus 16. On Tuesday, periods of light snow ending late in the afternoon, then partly cloudy, more wind, a high of minus 7 with an afternoon wind chill to minus 14. And we're back again. And Reg, did you I find that map? I looked it up on the map, and boy, we're back. I was, yeah, yeah. Fort, <laughs> Fort Lauderdale is just above Miami, so that's southern Florida. Oh, and Orlando is basically right in the middle, not that close to Tampa, but just northeast of Tampa. Uh, the one that's close to Tampa is Saint Petersburg, Saint Peter. Florida. Oh, that's okay. all in the same kind of. Uh, uh, cove area there in uh, the middle of Florida. Anyway, so that's that. That's Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, so there we go. Ready for another survey or? Oh, here we go with another survey. Let's see. Maybe me and Steve will do better if this Reg time, could give us better hints. There we go. Right. This time, uh, again, it's one of those U.S. ones. Most festive cities. So what they have uh, put in here is they looked for cities with bags of fun like holiday festivals and European-style Christmas markets serving delicious New goodies. Orleans. Ottawa. Okay. Uh, first off, this is a U.S. Uh, <laughs> survey again. Oh, okay. So Ottawa it's- doesn't qualify. <laughs> See, your hints are quite if this bad. Was Canadi- if this was Canadian, Ottawa would be up there for sure. And Whistler. Yeah, I, <laughs> but it depends on, like, in here, I think it's the, uh, they only do cities over, well, New they York. do the 200 biggest New U.S. cities. And if you did the 200 biggest cities in Canada, I, I don't know if Whistler would be in there. It's a fairly oh. small city. Okay. Okay, so New Orleans... Uh, great party town, but not really a Christmas uh, party town. So, no. Not no. in there. New York is number one, obviously. Number oh. two. Chicago. Chicago's number four. So I was close. close. I was going to say Boston. Boston, surprisingly, is not in the top ten. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Where do they do the Macy's Parade? That's New York. Oh. Yeah, we've already got that one. That one's okay. nailed down, and I think that's probably <laughs> ranked number one by a large, large leap amount. from everyone else. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I was saying, uh, actually, didn't we already do this on Kylie's show? Rockefeller Center, where is that? That's New York. That's New York. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Everything's New York, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and Everything's New York. If you, I used to watch uh, Home Alone 2 yes. every Christmas, and, and that's in New York. Yeah. You just watch it and think, wow, that'd be so cool to do the holidays in New York, right? Yeah. Anyway, number two is the city that uh, decks itself out for everything and anything because it's just one big strip of lights. There's a hint for you. Yeah. Yeah. Las Vegas. Uh, Hey, I got one right. You guys better be happy about that. (laughs) Yeah. Number three, number three, second largest uh, or possibly largest city in the U.S., 
depending on <clears throat> where the Los Angeles, L.A., Chicago. You said number four. Yeah. Number five is the is the one that you would think would be in there because it's just snow. There's I mean, always snow. Buffalo. No, 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 no. Minneapolis. It's nice, beautiful, mountainous. Denver. Yes. Denver, Colorado, number five. Number six, a little bit of a surprise because it's, uh, yeah, very rarely any snow uh, right in the middle of cowboy country. Reno. Oh, in Montana? <laughs> Reno? Montana? No. Is it? No. All right. I'll give it to you. It's, uh, it's Houston. Houston, Texas. Oddly, it's number six. So they must do something. They must do something yeah. spectacular. And actually, number seven is also in Texas. Oh, really? Closer to the Mexican border, I'm going to say. I'm going to have to get my map out again. <laughs> yeah, get the map out. We're losing where we are. Anyway, uh, the next one. Hmm? Houston. Houston? No. That's kind of funny that uh, or we already said Houston, yeah. but... Uh, oddly, well, that's what I was saying. Yeah, like, it's but Houston. No, yeah, but another Texas city. Um. Yeah, this one is closer to the Mexican border, not right on the border, though. El Paso. Uh, El Paso. No, that's right on the border. Oh. Anyway, uh, you'd oh, think close. it would be Dallas because that is the biggest city in Texas, but San Antonio. There you go. Oh, yeah, they, they decked okay, themselves out for in- for Christmas. Cowboy uh, country. Yeah, yeah. And, uh. Tijuana country. Another, oh. another, uh, another Southern California city is at number eight. Wow. San Francisco. No, that's not Southern California. <laughs> There's two big centers in Southern California. One is Los Angeles. The other is almost at the border. Oh, another border. San Diego. And uh, number nine, Charlotte, North Carolina. Number ten, Philadelphia. And it's funny you never got into, um, like, Vermont or Massachusetts or yeah. anything like well, that. And they, yeah. they live in winter. But, but, again, it's the top 200 population-wise in the U.S. Oh, okay. And oh, a lot of well, those... Oh, you didn't explain those, that. I, yeah, I mentioned it. <laughs> so so a, lot of, a lot of those cities in... Uh, in the New England area, yeah. you know, other than Boston, they're all quite small, right? Yeah. So I don't know if they'd even rank in the top 200 population-wise. Uh, Pasadena, Texas, uh, number 10 in the least festive cities. Uh, just above that, Brownsville, Hampton, Mesquite, Texas. Whoa. Uh, uh, Cape Coral, Florida. Monero Valley, California. Lancaster, California. Palmdale, Palmdale must be boring as heck, eh? They were on that other list, too. Palmdale, California, uh, Miramar, Florida, and uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida, all in the least festive cities. Well, well so if you move to California or Florida, you got to, like, pick where you want to live because you don't want to yeah. live with the dudsy people. No. <laughs> yeah. You want to live with the party people. Yeah, you want to make sure <laughs> exactly. you got things happening here and there. All right. Uh, yeah. We actually did this last week on Kylie's show, or a week before last. Last week, uh, we talked about uh, National Maple Syrup Day. 
Ooh. Which is coming up. What's today? Today is the 12th. 12th. So just 12th, 12th. Uh, five days away. It's on the 17th. Ooh. Yeah. Yum, yum. And the uh, survey indicated that uh, 89.7% of Canadians love maple syrup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I take it you're one of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh-huh. no? Well, no. No? No. Stephen, you're not. What do you put on your pancakes? Butter and jam. Yes. Actually, first, uh, I'd prefer waffles. <laughs> and and I know people say, well, it's just different shaped pancakes. No, no, there's a no. difference. If they squish the pancake. Well, uh, no, pancakes. pancakes. waffle, yeah. No, no, no. Waffles. Waffles. Uh, you, you get a crispier... Uh, texture to them. They're definitely not a pancake. Well, yeah. well, and when I cook a pancake, you do get that crispier texture. Well, sure, but <laughs> and yeah, I I just like the the waffle better. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and I actually uh, this is odd because there's three of us, and eighty nine point seven percent of Canadians love maple yep. syrup. So you'd think two out of three would, but no, that's me. Yeah, it's one out of three because I'm not a big maple syrup fan oh. either. But uh, the the you province can, that consumes it the most, who Quebec. would that? I would. Is it Quebec? Well, sure. Oh well, I guess so. Well, okay, that's, that's where say? the best. I would say Ontario. There's a lot of people in Ontario. Quebec consumes the most maple syrup, eating it 7.8 times a month on average. Yeah. Wow, that's well, a lot. Yeah, sure. Well, it's so much is produced there. I, I my average, I think, is seven point eight times a decade. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, I always see these shows about them collecting the maple sugar uh, the syrup, syrup. Yep. and then they pour it on snow yeah. and kind of roll it up well, like a toffee. Well, we do that here too. We do yeah, that. Yeah, but you know, uh, I think it's. The, they Quebec do. that does it quite yeah. often, and yeah, they have well, lots of festivals yep. regarding the. And we have uh, Le Cirque de Canadien Francais does their sugar shack uh, in early February, where yeah. that's part of the whole thing. Yeah, I've never actually gone yet. Big festival. One of these days, there, I'll yeah. have to yeah. take that yeah. in. Uh, surprisingly, I found this surprising. Manitoba consumes the least. Amount of maple syrup. What? 3.4 times a month on average, which I found odd because there's such a high Métis population, which is French and indigenous. So you would think that part of that uh, French-Canadian culture would have transformed over there, but no. It didn't. Okay, what about B.C.? Where do we fall? We don't have, they don't have a list here of them. It just shows the top and the bottom. Uh, Saskatchewan is the only province that pairs maple syrup with waffles, while all others prefer pancakes. Yeah, see? There we go. We're back see, to pancakes. There's, there's my heritage right there. Most of my ancestors, once they came to Canada, ended up in Saskatchewan. There you go. Where you, you like waffles. One uh, of my I have favorite towns in Saskatchewan, Prince Albert. Yeah? I'm yeah. an old PA boy. Yeah. There you go. And uh, only, this is the, the one uh, stat that I thought was odd, uh, 89.7% of Canadians love maple syrup, so obviously 
only 10.3% of Canadians don't consume ma- maple syrup. Right? Well, what do they have? I suppose it's back Due to, to the taste, jam. substitute. Well, jam, actually, the one thing that I always, I, I don't know how I came across it, but as a kid, I would, uh, for some reason, mom would have corn syrup in the cupboard. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that for some reason. It's for baking. Yes. Yeah, but corn syrup on pancakes, I, I really are on waffles even. I really love that. But, yeah, I'm with Steve. Yeah, if uh, Actually, quite often with the waffle, I'll just put the old butter on there, let it melt yeah. into the Melting. little dents, and just, mmm, delicious. With, yeah. With a mm. crispy edge. With the crisp, that's right. That's yeah, right. <laughs> oh, exactly. And uh, if you have leftover waffles, pop them in the toaster. You put the butter on. And that's right. You're ready excellent. to go again. Well, yeah. you see, when you have pancakes, mm-hmm. you can kind of fold it up and that's make true. it into a sandwich. It. You know. Well, that's true too. You know. But uh, I think when it comes to pancakes, I'd just as soon go with maybe a crepe. Instead, yeah. right? Yeah. A thin pancake. Mm. And I uh, actually have an... With whipped cream on it? Had an uncle who used to make his famous skinny pancakes, they called them. And, yeah, that was great because you, you put on the butter and the and the uh, uh, jam, jam and yeah, then you roll them go. up oh. and cut them up and it was great. Oh, wow. Yeah. Doesn't work as well with syrup, though, with the skinny, skinny pancakes. <laughs> I bet just not. It just goes everywhere. All over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. And that's mm. probably one of the reasons I'm not a big fan of the maple syrup is that it, it tends to be so much, uh, it's, it's very runny unless you get uh, the very thick stuff, right? And well, then if you get well, the really even, thick stuff. Even the regular, I mean, it, yeah. it's, it runs, but it's thick. It is, but not compared to the the corn syrup I was talking about. No, that, corn syrup's way different. Very thick, yeah. So, what do you guys do for uh, New Year's? Like, do you guys have a big supper and stuff like that? So. No, turkey sandwiches. Turkey, turkey sandwich. sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> have From some turkey sandwiches. Get up in the morning, have uh, turkey and ham and eggs, and then uh, lunch a turkey sandwich, and then uh, oh, soup, soup and uh, yeah. and a turkey casserole at night. Have you been to my house? Because this sounds like, you know, my 151 days of, of turkey, turkey after leftovers. Christmas, right? Yeah. But for New Year's, I like to do up a really nice ham supper with, you know, cabbage rolls and scalloped mm-hmm. potatoes and, you know, all the yummy little things. Right. Just point out the dessert table and I'm okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> as long yeah. as there's minced meat there and... Mince meat, ah, yeah, and dark and dark, uh, dark, dark Christmas cake. Oh, dark Christmas cake. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I like the butter tarts. And yeah, I love the butter tarts. Yeah. I don't mind mince meat. It's mince meat is one of the few items that I will actually put uh, whipped cream on. Oh, really? Because it helps smooth out the, so the flavor. Oh no, I, I, it's too too heavy. Blueberry tarts, mm-hmm. blueberry pie, apple so pie. So, are you doing uh, baking to bring down to the open house? Then is that uh, what you're saying? Sounds like she's uh, 
Sounds like she's a baker. Well, yeah. They closed my favorite bakeries, so I'm searching for a new one. And it's really, I really quite like it. You know, you get to the bakery, you pick out everything, you get it in a white box, and then you go home, throw flour on your face, and go, I'm Uh. finished baking, honey. (laughs) Look at what I have. I've done my Christmas baking. (laughs) (laughs) And you have about four or five boxes piled up, so wide variety. Yeah, I heard a rumor that the bakery at Savon is closing. What? The one at uh, Spruce Land. Yeah. What? Spruce Land. Yeah. Big store. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of an interesting thing. Yeah, they have. That's where I've resorted to going. Yeah. We're Savon well, since the College uh, Heights has has one too. Well, uh, well, that's just the thing. Is it's a rumor. And I don't know if it's just that store or if they're closing the bakeries across the province in their stores, Ooh. right? Okay, well, they, well they took the flyer away, so why not yeah, take the bakeries away, well, too? Why can't they do well, that? Well, I mean, they can do it, but it's going to upset I mean, a lot of people. Yeah, well, that's true. But if you go to the bakery at Spruceland, uh, there are a lot of the items that aren't even made in that store. Like you buy the cookies, you'll see at the bottom that yeah. it was Abbotsford or yeah. wherever they brought them in from, right? Japan. <laughs> I would just ask them up front. Are you guys closing? Well, yeah. I, I, that was someone there had told a friend of mine that, yeah, they're mm-hmm. uh, closing that. So Not good. I don't know what they'll do in that area, but... Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny because they announced this fall that there was no flyers to save us money. Now they're going to close bakeries. Is that going to save us money or is it just like what is going on in this? Well, Superstore and Save-On, you got to go online, right? Hmm? To see their flyers. Oh, okay. Because Superstore (laughs) doesn't put it out either. I have tried that and I have yet to see a flyer online because you have to join up and you have to use your card and you have to do this. Right. And I just want to see what's on sale. You know, I'll yeah, use you my card. Yeah, you should be able to just go you in and look, right? Yeah, yeah. And you hit weekly flyer and it clicks a couple of times and you're right back to the beginning. Like, you know, put in your card and join up with us. And, and of course, you're so well-versed in computers that... <laughs> yeah, and the one-figure typing I get save on, and I'm quite happy. But then mm-hmm. after that, I just can't see a flyer. You must have typed in save no more. Yeah. <laughs> save. Save. <laughs> save no more. Yes. Okay. A couple more things before we wrap yeah, up. Yeah, we got a minute, go. Uh, the library's doing something called a stuffy sleepover. Yes. Oh. Yeah. You bring your, this is for uh, uh, young kids, zero to five, bring your favorite stuffy uh, to story time, then leave your stuffy at the library for a sleepover. Mm -hmm. And the uh, library's secret photographers will catch your stuffy friends in action after the librarians go home. Oh, yes. Cute, huh? uh, yeah, that so, is. So, uh, you have to register. Um, let's see, the, the Nachaco branch is doing theirs this Wednesday. The downtown branch is doing next Tuesday during their story time next Tuesday evening from 6 to 6. I hope they get a big turnout for that one. Yeah. Yeah, that should is be, cute. Should be cute. Yeah. All right. I think that's all we have, actually. Okay. Well, have time for 
Yes, exactly. So we'll be back next Monday and hopefully we will have a guest in studio. So we'll talk to you guys all then. Take care and we'll get back together next Monday. Bye. This is 93.1 CFIS FM in Prince George, proudly supported by community groups like the BC Old Time Fiddlers.